morning, everybody. Hope you are looking forward to this day and all that God has for you. I hope you're praying already for God to give you opportunities to have spiritual conversations, gospel conversations with people who don't know Jesus, and that you're praying he'll give you the courage to grab those opportunities and speak the name of Jesus when they come. Now, today in our Bible reading plan, we are back in the book of 2 Kings chapter 15 after spending a couple of days in the book of Isaiah. And the truth is, in our reading plan, while we're making our way through the history of the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah, we're not reading every chapter. We're not reading about every king. We're reading uh, a good portion of it, selected passages. And some of you are probably wondering if you've already read today, verses 17 to 31 in 2 Kings 15. Steve, why did you ask us to read these? Well, because there's really not much encouraging, if anything encouraging in there is. There's nothing positive, nothing, nothing motivating. But what it does, remember we said that uh, the kings in the northern kingdom of Israel slash Samaria, there was not one single king who was good or godly. They were all evil, disobeying God and you know worshiping pagan idols and all of that. Uh, this quick succession of several kings in the north near the the latter years of that country's existence demonstrates just how bad, how corrupt, how disobedient they really were. And you even have some kings uh, who made, uh, who, who ruled at the same time and made competing claims to the throne. If you have a copy of the, of the list of the kings of the two countries that we made available here at the church, you'll notice there's some overlap. For instance, Pekka, who, whom you read about, was king for 20 years, which means he was king at the same time as uh, Menahem, part of Menahem's rule, and Menahem's son, Pekka, uh, Pekahiah. Uh, so what you had is you had Pekka, <laughs> these names get confusing, I know, Pekka, who ruled for 20 years over in one part of the country, and Menahem and uh, his son, Pekahiah ruling at the same time in a different part of the country. So you had a very divided country. You had a very sinful country. Uh, they weren't worshiping God. They, like we saw in Isaiah, there was, and, and you'll see in Amos uh, next, social corruption, the lack of justice, money, but they were they, the rich were getting rich and they were taking advantage of other people. It was just an evil time and, and and you actually have, you know, one king killing another, and then another king kills that king. What do you have? You have corruption. You have, uh, you have uh, uh, immorality, a lack of true, true religion. You have political instability. And um, about 10 years after what you, in, in verse 31, you have Pekka, and, and, uh, and, and later you'll get over uh, in, in uh, chapter 17, um, Joash, um, um, no, Hoshea, rather, Hoshea <laughs> gets confusing. Hoshea kills Pekka, and he becomes king, and uh, Hoshea is the last king. Uh, in less than, in about a decade after Hoshea becomes king, the Assyria wipes out the northern kingdom. So, so when you read verses 17 to 31, you were reading about the, the political instability in the northern kingdom of Israel or Samaria the last 
say, 40 years of that nation's existence. This is the, this, this is the prelude to the destruction of that country. And so I don't have a particular verse because none of these verses speak to my heart. It's the overall passage about the, the, the evil nature of the, of the nation. They're, 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 as, as Isaiah said, they were religious but corrupt, not caring about the poor. There was political instability. There were these power fights. You know, all they cared about was winning. And in so doing, destroyed the country. So is there a message in that for us? I think there is. I think there is. You look around the world today and you see places where there is political instability. You even look at America today and we see increasing levels of political instability. There is, there, there is something beautiful. There is something beautiful in American history about the peaceful transition of power that takes place in our country in January every four or eight years. When one president is succeeded by another and there's a transition of power, and historically that's been very, very peaceful. And there's something beautiful about that, and it adds to the stability of our country. We don't ever want to be like Israel was in the 30 to 40 to 50 years leading up to their extinction as a nation. The symbolism, the behavior, the words of our national leaders matter. And we will not survive long-term as a country without it. Um, our nation is more important than any one leader. And this is a warning to every nation that when you become religious but immoral, you don't, you don't care about taking care of the weak, and it's each man out for himself, and how can I win? It's all about me getting mine. And when there's political instability and, and, and one killing the other, and you don't, have, you don't have peaceful transition of power, no nation will last very long in that kind of environment. And it's demonstrated for us in these verses. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.